It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com. Part 9. I get assaulted by a former co-worker. Life with the Jewish landlady and functionally handicapped fat man wasn't terrible, but I knew it could definitely be better. I knew by the lack of notifications on my phone that I had no friends to help me out. I was truly on my own until another batch of memes arrived from a former coworker who for some reason always curated crap from her social media and sent it to me in an unfunny stream. Now, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed memes as much as anyone, but this former coworker's sense of humor seemed more attuned to what I assumed my hillbilly neighbors would think is funny, if they weren't illiterate hillbillies. You know those side panel advertisements on sketchy websites that depict famous cartoon characters having sex with each other? Those images tickled my former coworker's funny bone. While we weren't exactly friends, she was my most consistent texter. And if I was ever going to get out of my living arrangement with the Jewish landlady and functionally handicapped fat man, then I was going to need a new landlady. I still couldn't rent anything on my own with shit, credit, and a lease break. But pay off those debts? Not a chance in hell. It's the principle. Never bend to hillbillies or their enablers. My former co-worker... Tammy was about 10 years older than me and very petite. She liked wearing tight clothes and loudly looked down on bigger women. She could have been hot were it not for four decades of smoking taking its toll on her face, vocal cords, and lungs. Basically, anything smoking could fuck up was fucked up on her. She was smart, but stupid, and with big resources. She was smart because she went to school long enough to get a particular master's degree that pertained to our social work. She was dumb because she knew literally nothing else taught in school at any grade level. You could ask her who becomes president if the president and vice president die, and she wouldn't even understand the premise of the question. She had big resources because since the time she and I worked together, she got a better job, and she bought a nice house in a cookie-cutter development at the edge of the county. I didn't set out to take advantage of Tammy, but a consistent theme in her memes was about her being a single mom. So I started hitting her up in a way that was ambiguously flirtatious. My strategy worked, and before too long, Tammy was inviting me out for meals and movies, and then eventually dinners and beers at her house. The first night I was at her house that coincided with the night her teenage daughter was with friends, I made my move and fucked the shit out of her. Tammy made gleeful comments the next day about how her pussy hurt so good. I found how she talked about her pussy all the time a turnoff. I suppose I just saw too much hillbilly in her behavior, mannerisms, and comments to stay attracted for very long. The sex was okay, though mostly doggy. 
After a few more encounters, I asked about the bedroom in the back. I pointed out that she was in the master bedroom, her daughter was in the second back bedroom, and that she had a third back bedroom without an occupant. Tammy told me that their dog was back there, and the room was empty except for the dog's crate, blanket, toys, food, and water. She said her daughter demanded a dog with the new house, but largely ignored the puppy because it was too hyper. She shared the plan was for the dog to get a little bigger and move outside. I told Tammy I paid my Jewish landlady $400 a month for a room and that I'd pay her $500 a month for the dog's room if the dog could move outside sooner. Tammy almost immediately began cleaning weeks worth of dog piss out of that third back bedroom. Tammy stayed excited about me moving into the house, but got a little weird in those next couple weeks of preparation. I ordered furniture that got delivered straight to Tammy's house and hurried over to build it. Tammy hovered the whole time, served plenty of beer, that was cool, but got pushy about sex. I told Tammy to leave me alone to focus and reminded her that her daughter was home, but she yelled at the teen to take the dog for a walk. Then when the house was empty, she tried to cajole me into following her to the master bedroom. I told her I wasn't comfortable banging her while knowing her daughter didn't have patience for the dog, and those walks frequently lasted all of five minutes. Tammy started picking up the cardboard boxes, along with all the flakes of debris from shipping and unpacking, and throwing everything away before I made any real progress assembling my desk and my nightstand. She wasn't a clean freak by any means, just frustrated I wasn't focused on her. I introduced her to a new term for us that I hoped would catch on and provide me with some breathing room. Roommates with benefits. I just wanted to move into that third back bedroom, live a life parallel to Tammy's life, and occasionally come together for sex when we both wanted release. I had thought she was on the same page, but then she made a bizarre proposal on move-in day. Are you all moved in? She asked, checking on me as I connected my smart TV to her wireless internet. Everything was a tight fit, but my room was mine, and I no longer shared a bathroom wall with the world's fattest man. I did already miss my Jewish landlady, though. I am moved in and very grateful, Tammy. Thank you, I said, getting up to close the door so I could start my night. Great, Tammy continued. Come sleep in my room. Uh, no thank you, Tammy. Why, she asked. Well... I just moved in tonight, and I would like to get comfortable with my new room. I'm excited to have my own space, and I thank you again for this opportunity. Tammy didn't go nuclear when I shut the door in her face, but she disappeared for a while and said she would come back to say goodnight. When she did come back an hour later, she was wrapped in a towel and pushed her way inside my room. There she dropped the towel and fucked me on my new rollaway bed. Her teenage daughter knocked and demanded to know what we were up to together. The daughter could not handle mom getting down. And while Tammy denied us doing so, the offspring wasn't as stupid as Tammy. Luckily, I no longer wanted to have sex with Tammy, so I figured the daughter taking a stand and staying attached to Tammy's side would end all that coerced lovemaking for good. Nope. Tammy just became more demanding of my time, especially if my time coincided with the daughter not being home. I tried 
everything I could think of to not be home too, including bonding with the neglected dog and taking it on never-ending walks. And the dog did, in fact, have boundless energy. Tammy reminded me upon my every return that she was providing me with a great deal and at this point, without her, I would definitely be homeless. She was right, but now I was thinking in terms of nobody should have sex they don't want. When Tammy broke into my room again one night, drunk and coughing up cigarette smoke, I rolled over with a stern, I do not consent. Shut the fuck up, Tammy shouted, rolling me back over and climbing on top. God damn it. I got raped. It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com.